Welcome back to the program. We're into the second hour now. You want to be a part of it, give us a call on the open line. one 1170 Get us on that text line as well. 0457-736-736. We will get $100 cash from Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. So that'll come your way for the best call or, or best contribution. So coming up this hour, Ali Day, absolute legend of Australian Ironman. He'll be our special guest. Uh, we'll also... Uh, Going to have an afternoon's amplified with Coach K. Then we get stuck into the text line, and we do that all thanks to sbsfence.com.au. In honesty, it's not the greatest day in the history of North Bondi, but you're still down at North Bondi, so that makes it pretty good. We're here for Shore and Partners Financial Services. And remember, the North Bondi Surf Club Classic is on today and tomorrow. So if you're in the area, come down and check it out. Lots of marquees up <laughs> hanging on for dear life at the moment. Uh, pretty windy down there on the promenade. But as I say, it's a beautiful outlook and there's some beautiful people here. So uh, it is all good. As a result of that, we're doing our talk topic today. And given the fact we're in the heart of Roosters territory, it's your favourite Roosters game. So if you're a Roosters supporter, any number of premiership victories. If you're not a Roosters supporter, then I'm sure you'll take great delight in getting stuck into that. Uh, we are also talking about, and it is dividing opinion. It's so interesting. James Magnuson will be on air from 3 p.m. Joel Kane here for the run home uh, at the same venue too, all thanks to Shaw and Partners. So we can look forward to that. Uh, he has put his hand up for the enhanced games. What is the enhanced games? I hear you ask. Well, it's all about getting uh, an extension on human life. Well, Use that as our philosophical starting point. So it looks like cryogenic freezing is not enough now. We're, we're going to push the limits on that one. So uh, the offer is there for $1 million USD. Uh, and it's interesting. Aaron D'Souza is the CEO of the Enhanced Games. And his quote is, 44% of Olympians admit to using banned substances, but 1% get caught. Some of the texts are very interesting. Uh, afternoon, Jimmy. So this is what we're doing now, actively promoting a criminal offence. I had to explain this to my 13-year-old son this morning. Using steroids is an offence under Section 75 of the Drugs, Poisons and Controlled Substances Act of 1981. The maximum penalty is one year imprisonment, the Maroubra Tiger. So all of this taken into consideration. It's, it's a very murky situation that we find, well, actually, we don't find ourselves in. James Magnuson finds himself in and you can ask him about that a little bit later on this afternoon after 3 p.m. one 1170 Andrew is there. Coach K, we got him. Is he on the line? Hello, Andrew. Yep. G'day, Jimmy. How are you going? Oh, I'm really well, buddy. What do you got for us today? Oh, I'm just finishing my bit of lemon cake. Thanks. Uh, just because I'm <laughs> one of those uh, over 50s. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm sort of not, not for the... Uh, the games that uh, Missiles uh, put his hand up for, but it's all about money. Like, uh, you know, I, I can I can understand if I was 32-year-old and pretty fit athlete, I can understand the lure of a million dollars. And, and the, the, even drugs in sport in general, the reason athletes take drugs in sport, sure, there's a bit of fame and ego, but it's all about money. You know, there's, there's rewards for winning gold medals and there's sponsorships involved with winning gold medals and all that sort of thing. So it's a shame uh, that, that it's going to happen, I think, in one way or the other, these new games. Um, yeah. So it's just another another part of moving with society. An interesting slant 
I put on it, as you know, I've been involved with the Paralympic Games. Um, wasn't that long ago before the Blade Runner infamously got himself in a bit of trouble, but he was trying to compete in the Olympics uh, with his mechanical legs, and he was banned because of the advantage proven by mechanical advantage that he could actually run faster. So in wow. 50 years' time, do we, do we see robotic robotic uh, athletes in these games? That's just yeah, a question out there. Uh, fair Pandora's box that has been looked at. Yeah, so I, I was really interested to get your thoughts on this, Andrew, because you've only been to uh, just the seven Paralympic Games as a coach. So, you know, I, I want to ask you the question from this point of view. If we're thinking about what the Enhanced Games looks like, what impact does it have on the Olympics in your mind? Yeah, well, the Olympics is in trouble as it is. So I think it's, it's a what I can see happening for the Olympics is that they start paying their athletes because it's always been under the big umbrella as the amateur games, even yeah. the fact that, you know, for some of the sports like soccer, they stick to the under-23. So I can see, that, you know, they're not short of some money, um, the Olympic movement. So I can see it uh, with this pressure from the enhanced games that there may be... Uh, a windfall for the clean athletes, so-called. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Good on you, Andrew. Appreciate it. You have enjoyed that tonight. I think it's the last episode of The Manly Way. I'm sure you'll absolutely love it. So, Andrew from Manly Weather there, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. But up next, our special guest, Ali Day. <laughs> He's one of the all-time greats of Australian Ironman history. A nine-time Shaw and Partners Cool and Gutter Gold champ. That's right. Just the nine-time champion, including uh, last October. I'm happy to say that Ali Day is with us today. Hello, Ali. Jimmy, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm really well. I'm really well. How are you? You, you you're all pumped up for the weekend, for the season? I am. It's good to be sitting here in the flesh with you, mate. <laughs> I remember doing some media training with you years ago. Spot on. Yep. Um, so when they said it was you, mate, I jumped at the opportunity. But no... Behind us, it looks pretty wild. Looks pretty ugly. Uh, different Bondi to what I'm sort of what I've seen in the past. I'm looking forward to um, yeah, hopefully getting through the rapid charge finals. Uh, f sorry, rapid charge races the Savo. Uh, actually, that was one of the things that sprung to mind. So for those people who aren't here, but it, it's really windy and really choppy, as you say. So when you think about athletes getting them, getting ready for a, a day's play, uh, whatever it happens to be, most of it is controlled circumstances, right? You, you know, you might be a bit wet in a footy stadium, but it's, you know, 100 metres by... Same. Yeah, same, same. Not for you guys. How do you prepare for that, knowing that there are all sorts of different conditions that you're potentially going to have to face? Yeah, it's a great question. It's... um. Obviously, we race in Mother Nature. Depending on Mother Nature, the, the course is always different. Um, and in our sport, obviously, you can the, the formats can be different. The distances yes. can be different. Um, I think it's ski, swim, board this afternoon. The last couple of races we've done for the, the summer surf, it's been swim first. So a couple of things that, that help me. One is that we train in these conditions. We train in... Try, try to train, sorry, multiple conditions all the time. Right. So you rely on experience. And the second thing is just being calm. Calm will be the, the thing this afternoon. A couple of deep breaths, smile <laughs> on the start line. And I'm lucky I've, I'll draw on, draw on that experience that I've had in the past. You've been doing it since 2009, since you're 18 years of age. Does that Were you always calm or has that come with your success? I remember the first time I, I turned up to races and guys had the headphones on, they were, they were sculling Red Bulls, you know, having caffeine <laughs> tablets, and I thought, that's what I need to do. Right. Um, and it still worked for me, 
you know, pretty well. Yes. Uh, but the, the routine's changed heaps for me now. Obviously, I'm travelling with a family. Yep. And then probably more importantly, I, I, I'm, I'm a guy that likes to stay pretty relaxed before the start of a race. So I'll, uh, I'll warm up really well. I'll do a lot of, I'll do a pretty thorough sort of warm up. I'll, I'll make sure I know where my entry and exit points are to get in and out of the break. Yep. Um, you know, get the heart rate up, get the blood pumping. And then when I go back to the tent right before the start line, I just do a couple of deep breaths. I look out at the horizon and I just smile. Yeah. It's the best day of the week. It is the best day of the week. Competition day. Hey, we, we've had a, a, we, a country has had an affinity with surf and, and swimming and um, Ironman, probably like no other country on the planet. Um, do you still get that sense from the Australian sporting public? No, definitely, definitely. It was only last weekend and, and even I ran into some mates this morning down here at Bondi getting a smoothie and, People love this sport. Yeah. It is, it's our DNA and we're racing at arguably the most famous beach in Australia. Yeah. Bondi. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Walker put up a video last week at the surf club and, you know, the, the history on this sand, particularly in Ironman and Iron Women racing is here. So I've been lucky enough in the past. I won the last race back here in 2021 and I'd love to go do that again tomorrow. Uh, Jimmy Walker, I I'm pretty sure is a Shore and Partners Financial Services sponsored athlete. And for those, but like Jimmy, did he win gold at an Olympics, Jimmy? He, he definitely went to the Olympics. Yeah, he's an Olympic, um, Olympic kayaker. Kayaker. But he and I used to empty the poker machines back <laughs> when we were 18 and 19 years of age up at East Leagues Club. Because <laughs> that's what you have to do for a job back in the day. The, all the, of all the great quotes that you read about in your, your sporting career, and the one that stuck with me, it's not the will to win but the will to prepare to win. And I don't reckon there's a sport that's that's more relevant than yours. How do you continue at this stage of your career to continue to find the motivation to make sure that when you are on the start line here at Bondi, you're ready? The motivation's changed definitely over the years. I think the first couple of years that you were just really happy to be there and you were you wanted a result, you wanted to qualify, you wanted to, to race those big guys. And then through the middle part of the career, it was, I want to start winning races. And now yep. I'm at the end where... Uh, I've got the pressure, the target on my back's getting bigger and bigger. So the motivation, not, it's not there to prove anyone wrong. Being 33, almost 34, I'm trying to prove to myself that I've still got the best in me. And um, it's it's known to everyone. I think my biggest strength is, is not leaving a stone unturned. I'm very professional. I've had to be because of... If you went and watched me this afternoon, I don't paddle a board, a ski, I don't swim, and I don't run technically beautifully like someone like Shannon Eckstein. So I've had to work really bloody hard for it, and uh, I'm still really enjoying doing that. You know, I'm still enjoying getting up, training yeah. hard. Um, I won't lie, there's definitely been moments over the last probably 12 months where you sort of go, okay, have I gone on too long? Um, but obviously coming off with a fifth uh, Ironman Series victory last weekend, um, I feel like I'm still in still in pretty good form. Yeah, hanging in there, mm. Ali. You're hanging in there. Uh, you talked about the motivation changing, and, and from that point of view, uh, and you talked about, uh, read about what you think about on the line, and that's the family, right? How has that changed you as an athlete, knowing that, hey, you, you, you're the breadwinner now too, by yeah, the way, buddy? Yeah. It's... Um I wouldn't say it's, well, you know what it's like, Jimmy, with kids. It's like, I'm sure, were you still playing when, when, the, when the kids are Oh, mate, no, no, I left it way late, way there's, late. There's definitely moments where, I mean, most of the time, nine times out of ten, it's amazing having them yeah. here and it's the best. But it's it's the one time out of ten when he's not asleep. And, uh, I mean, last weekend I was trying to warm down at the pool and he wouldn't get out of the pool. And I started stressing, going, I want to get home, mate. Yeah. I've got to eat. These guys are recovering. So... I feel like it adds so much to how I perform. And my wife's pregnant. She's got, we've got our oh, second wow. due in six weeks' time. So when I was racing, and even this weekend, I don't want to be wasting their time. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a waste of their time. It's a waste of their time. It's a waste of our family's time if I'm coming down here and, and not doing my best. So uh, there's that pressure there. My wife definitely doesn't put it on me at all. It's just, you know, going out there and enjoying it and, and they'll love me no matter what. It's the resource we can't get back, right? Our time and their time. So it yeah, yeah. uh, becomes very special, very, very valuable. Beyond Ironman, have you, have you contemplated that? Have, have you thought about what that looks like yeah it's creeping up pretty quick now obviously a lot of the interviews that i do and i've done this week it's you know when is it gonna when are you gonna stop um i've definitely i'm definitely gonna do obviously finish this season off and do a, do a following season i'm an, i'm in an hiring about moving back down to the south coast of new south oh, Wales. Wow. i'm from um in Kyle, my wife's from there family's from there and i'd love our son and our family to have the sort of up, same upbringing as what we've had yep. um but in saying that the gold coast is a pretty good spot particularly uh, in our sport, it's the mecca, yeah. I guess, of, of surf life saving. I'd love to be able to to give back in that way, whether it's um, through Race One or Shore and Partners or something like that. I'd still be involved with the sport, but um, I'd actually, truthfully, Jim, you'd really love to get into fiery, so um, or, or do a trade, so something like that. Wow, have you explored that? Like what? Like getting into the fireys is not straightforward from what I understand. <laughs> no, no, Even no. if you are a nine-time cool and get a gold champ, right? <laughs> I think the fitness would be easy for me. It's the, <laughs> it's the brain. So I just sort of see that as a, and it's funny because I've never worked a day in my life in that role, but it's a, it's a, it's a job that I wouldn't mind doing. And um, as I said, who knows what, if I like it or don't, but most of the people, most of my friends that have gotten through said it's pretty difficult. So um, yeah, look, mate, I'd love to do that. And if I'm not doing that, hopefully some, some coaching and I'll also give my business a plug. We've got, Please. I've got a, um, a gym business called Active Strength Co. And uh, we've just, we just started franchising and hopefully uh, we'll be at about eight gyms at the end of, eight to nine gyms at the end of the year. So um, I've also got, should have said that at the start, I've also got that <laughs> in the pipeline too. Uh, what differentiates Active Strength Co. from the 72 other types of gyms that are yeah, out there? Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> People told Alley me. Day. But yeah, exactly. That's what my business partner <laughs> like to say. They like to say I'm the athletic director. But um, a couple of things, the care that we have for our members is yes. huge. Uh, we've tried to, my business partner came from a rugby league background, obviously me through, through a surf life-saving background. We wanted to create an environment where people felt cared for, they felt um, that they were getting better and they, they felt like they were getting looked after. So I feel yes. like we're, we're one of the best, if not the best, um, at that. I've seen so many people walk through the the doors of our gym that are still there because they love it so much. And then the second thing is our hashtag is uh, the next level. It's a, right. another level of training. If you want to improve your fitness, your strength, your cardio, your nutrition, uh, we're all over it. Running, we've got a running program, we've got everything. So, um, yeah, it's a great it's a great business and I'm very fortunate. I've got great business partners that allow me to go and uh, chase my dream as an Ironman and, and I'll know I've got that to, to sort of fall back on in a few years. Health and fitness is very different for each individual, isn't it? What what that that term represents. Who's your business partner out of the uh, NRL? Uh, Anthony background? Bartolo. So he, he, oh, ne yes. he never never played uh, never played NRL, but was uh, you know obviously just in the, the Queensland Cup. Yep. Um, he was. I know they did the nines competition last week weekend before on the Gold Coast, yes. and he was the trainer. So um, yeah, look, he's you know built a lot different to me. He's got the watermelons under the arms, the big the big <laughs> biceps and things like that. So. Um, yeah, he, he, he'd sink in the water. And yes. I'd, I'd go terrible on a footy field. So, no, he's a great person to have in, uh, in that space. Fit for purpose, mate, is what we talk about here. Hey, um, if they're chasing you, what are you chasing? I'm chasing them.
I'm chasing them. Look, they, those got these young guys. I, I get asked all the time, "Do you get upset when the young guys beat?" And I, you know, I don't because I'm excited to be in that next generation of Ironmen racing. They're driving me. They're changing the sport, and and my goal is to try keep up with them. So look, I might be driving the standards and that and that level of professionalism, and that's something I feel like I have changed in the sport, but. There's some really good young kids coming through. And as I said, I'm really grateful to be a part of it. And hopefully I'm sort of carving a path and, and giving them something to sort of strive towards being like. Yeah. Well, you're an icon of the sport, mate. A absolutely incredible. Um, I thought it appropriate. We're here at Bondi, right? You're a Roosters man. So our talk topic today is what's your favourite Roosters performance? So if you're oh. the opposition team, you, you know, they might come up with a grand final victory or whatever. But what, what about you? Do you have a, a Roosters performance that stands out most for you? Give a, give a top, top three or couple. Give me uh, top three. Top three. We've got time, don't we? Uh, look, yeah, as I said, mum and dad had a house in Clove Valley before we moved south. So the, okay. the you know, the eastern suburbs is in, in our blood for sure. Uh, I, I, I often cop a bit of uh, you know, flack for going for the Roosters, but yeah. I am born and bred here. Um, but a couple of moments. Um, obviously, the grand finals that I've been at. I was there, Opu, I think, against the Warriors. Uh, as a 12-year-old, I was there. Right. You know, I've been at the losing ones against, I don't want to mention that, against nah, the Panthers and the Bulldogs. Yeah. I think the moment that stands out is when Brayton asked to kick the field goal against, oh, yes. um, against the Tigers. I was there that night, and my dad... Uh, obviously, he's diehard too. We members it with the Roosters and at the SCG and, and obviously Allianz. Um, but I remember at like halftime, he was like, nah, they're done. It's all over. So that was really cool. And nice. the other moment, Jimmy, was um, Knights versus Roosters 2000 to get into the grand final. And oh. the Knights walked in. And uh, I think Joey John said, um, enjoy Mad Monday or something like that yes. to the Roosters. Yes. And uh, I remember being at that game and I was, what, I was 10 with my brother and my dad and the Roosters came back. Minicello scored. Freddie had an intercept off Joey. So Correct. I've been at some pretty good uh, moments over the years. I was lucky enough last year that the Roosters got in touch with me. I got to speak to the players before the Titans game on the Gold Coast. Oh, I got wow. to sit in the sheds before the game, which I loved. I, I got a lot out of that. And then also, like, during the game, I got to sit in the box with Robbo. So one of those awesome. things, a bit of a fanboy, mate. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I can hear it, uh, as can everyone else. Mate, you're a star in every sense, Ali Day. Great to have you on the program. All the very best for the Shore and Partners Financial Services uh, North Bondi Classic and for the remainder of the career, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having us on. Awesome. Here's the star, Ali Day. It's great to have him come down here this afternoon. And tomorrow you will see him in action. We better get ourselves to a break and then we're back with your text messages. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Actually, before I let you go, big story today for us and James Magnuson's coming in at 3 o'clock, the Enhanced Games. I'd love to I've get... I've never even heard of it. Right, so it's all yeah. brand new. So basically what it is is hey, you can take whatever, whatever you, you like. Want. And yeah. what have you got to go do? Like, is it gym and swimming, running? Uh, there's five of them, but, yeah, running and, and athletics and, and swimming are, are two of the big ones. Yep. James Magnuson has, has said, well, he said earlier, yeah, I'm in. If I break the world record, I'm going to get a million USD for the 50 metres. Wow. Initial thoughts on that? It's interesting, isn't it? I don't know what to think of that, to be yeah, honest. I've sprung you on that. Yeah. But, but, but <laughs> it, it, some of the feedback that we're getting is, is just amazing around, and around saying, that. And saying they're against it or for it. or Some people said, well, I could never go back to watching the athletes that aren't using yeah. it. And others say it goes against everything 
that of the Olympic movement stands for. Yeah, it's interesting for James doing it, obviously, as well, that was one of our best Olympians ever yes. going and doing it. So maybe a little bit different for him because he's seen the other side of how hard he has, he has to work. But True. in a sport like ours, I'm a grand, so I, I don't really like... Um, I don't, tr I don't like cheats, you know what I mean? I yeah. feel like you've got to work really hard for what you get, particularly in our sport. And, um, yeah, again, very interesting. Uh, very interesting lining up to a bunch of 12-year-olds and saying, right, uh, <laughs> enhanced games, kids. Yeah. Um, fantastic, Thanks, mate. mate. All the best for the weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jimmy. Ali Day, star. Let's go to a break and then we're back with more.